Welcome to Elliot's PT Podcast. I'm here to help you find your balance and live your best life guilt-free. I don't believe there is a one-size-fits-all approach for health and fitness. We're all different and we need to find out what works for us. I'm passionate about helping people make realistic, long-term lifestyle changes that they will stick to and they will take with them forever. I don't believe in crazy diets or short-term fixes. We all need to live and find a perfect balance in diet and exercise that suits our individual needs. I want to help you find your exercise mojo, feel great and achieve wonderful things. Here is Elliot's PT Podcast by Renee Elliott. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Elliot's PT Podcast. Today I want to talk about a conversation that I just uh, had with a, uh, a member today of she's been um, at her doctor and she was told that she has to lose weight. And um, I wanted to talk you through, because I thought this would help lots of other people, the process and the things that I would look at looking for, looking at first if you've just been in being told this. So if you've been told that maybe uh, you need to lose some weight, um, th- this is the things that I would start looking at first. And it possibly could be not what you think about. So so this kind of this, this was uh, being told it from a, you know, like a, a health point of view, and not, you know, like a medical, um, you know, and that she's been given a time frame that she's been told to lose this weight by. Now the thing, um, is when you kind of get this news and you're like, right, I've been told it from my doctor and I need to lose this weight by a certain time and, um, you know, give someone that didn't want to be taking medication and if she hasn't lost the weight by a certain time, she's going to have to take medication. So if you're in a similar boat, so there's kind of like this panic, you know, this panic of, oh, God, I've got to do this straight away, right. And so probably most people's go-to is, um, you know, starting to, look at restricting your food or anything like that and yes food plays a major major component into weight loss or any of those things but there are other factors that I feel that are overlooked quite a lot and they really do make a big difference so those factors so if if you if I was in this position these are the things I'd be looking at number one I'd be looking at what is your sleep like how much sleep are you getting a night so before we start looking into food or exercise or any of those things, look at that. What is your sleep? What time are you going to bed? The best thing I ever did was I have an um, an iPhone. Is that I looked on my phone when I was looking at sleep. I looked at my phone and my phone has a, um, a sleep thing. So I worked, recorded how many. It was a big shock the first time I did it, actually. I recorded how many, you know, I wanted to get seven to eight hours of sleep. So then I looked at, right, so in order to do that, I have to get up at the same time every day. So in order to do that, I had to be in bed. You know, your, your phone has a thing and it has got a reminder, so it tells you when, what time you need to be in bed by. So for me, because I get up at 4, I really need to be in bed by 8, 8.30, 9 o'clock at the latest. You know, so I need to be going to sleep by then. So then, so, so yeah, so the first thing I'd be looking at is what is your sleep like? If you're thinking of, right, well, I'm waking up multiple times a night, um, I'm waking up multiple times a night, you know, any of those things, uh, I'm not getting to bed till really late because I'm sitting doing work too late, then I'd be looking at how can you change that? Because if sleep is when the magic happens, sleep is when the magic happens, if you are, you know, getting uh, little sleep, 
you know, and you might be eating your food right and you might be eating really well and you might be exercising well too um, and you're getting very little sleep, it's, it's going to affect, affect weight loss. Sleep is when your body recovers, it repairs and it, re, you know, and it rebuilds. So we want to make sure that you're getting a good, good amount of sleep. So I would be looking at your sleep. Uh, you know, then look at the things that you can control. You can look at controlling, um, look at going to your bed earlier. The, the biggest thing that really opened my eyes was when I looked at my phone and I put that into my phone. So my phone now gives me a reminder that I need to be going to bed. So it reminds me that I need to start winding down to go to bed. And then, um, and it's a good, it's a good cue, you know, like a good cue to think, oh, you know, God, it's that time already when the reminder comes up and, um, you know, the now that I, you know, I do get a good amount of sleep, I really recognise how different I feel when I don't. And that was a big thing. And now it is, it is not worth it for me to stay up later. I know lots of mums, you know, or parents struggle with going to sleep early because they feel like, well, this is my time alone. This is my alone t time, time to, to wind down or whatever else when the kids are asleep. And I get that and I feel the same. But again, I weighed up is what was getting, you know, a proper eight hours sleep, seven to eight hours sleep and having an amazing day the next day or to stay up for an extra two hours and then be tired. So for me, it was worth it to get that. For me, I felt I really value how I feel and getting that extra sleep it just it just makes such a difference. It was it's worth it to me to it was worth it to me to go it's worth it to me to go to bed earlier. And if it means some nights if we have a rough day, you know, um, if Charlie sleeps, she's still at kindy and they still let them sleep, which is a big frustration of mine. But if she sleeps at kindy, then lots of times she won't go to sleep at night. She won't go to sleep at night here until nine o'clock. And that really uh, stresses me out because that means that I'm caught up later to go to bed, you know, so it has a big knock-on effect. Um, so, so yeah, so it, it, uh, I understand that it is not always perfect. But, yeah, so uh, I would be getting back onto what we should be talking about is I would be looking at the first thing I'd be looking about is what your sleep's like. Now, sleep is something that's in your control. You know, you can you can choose generally what time you can go to bed. And also, I understand people saying, yep, I've got kids. My kids are awake. Yes, those things are out of your control, but do what suits you. When I had little babies, uh, you know, as soon as they went to bed, I went to bed too um, because I didn't know what my nights were going to be like. Um, now I still probably don't have a night. I don't wouldn't have a night that we're not woken up uh, at least once by a child, but... Uh, that's why I do try to get to bed earlier because I want to make sure that I can get as much sleep, uninterrupted sleep as possible. But, you know, I'm still probably woken up at least once by a child um, every night, <laughs> you know, still in some way. Um, but I still have worked out strategies that work for me um, so that I'm getting the most amount of sleep possible. So that's the first thing I'd be looking at. I'd be looking at your sleep. And what are the things that you can change about that? If you're like, I can't get to bed any earlier, you know, make small incremental changes. Instead of going to, if you go to bed at say 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock, 
then go, okay, I'm going to try to go to bed at quarter to 12. You know, just start small and then look at increasing that. And think about how you feel because, like I said, for me, when I first started changing my sleep and I re making sure that I was in bed earlier and I realized, like, how much more energy I had and how much better I felt and how much my day flowed, then I was like, oh, my God, this is worth it. This is so worth to go to bed early, and that's why I do that now. So first thing I'd be looking at is sleep. And so when I was talking to this particular person, they said, oh, well, I, you know, I asked her how her sleep was. And she said, well, she wakes up multiple times through the night. And uh, when she's waking up, she's, she has her own business. So she's thinking about her business and different things like that. So this then leads me on to the next thing is just stress. So I would then be looking at what are your stress factors like. So if you are somebody that is waking up through the night, thinking about business, thinking about what you've got to do the next day, any of those things, that is a stress that is affecting your sleep. And, you know, it's putting you in that fight or flight mode. So I would look at how can you address your, how can you look at your stress? Now, stress is something that is in our control. There are um, lots of things that you, lots of stress management tools that you can look at managing your stress better. And we all have types of stresses. We all do. But again, it is how we choose to manage them uh, as to how it affects you. So I would definitely, stress Stress is a big one, so I would be looking at your stress. If you, Some of my tips for stress management would be if you are looking at, if you're waking up through the night, uh, like this person was just waking up and thinking about, you know, her business. And so if you're waking up thinking that way, uh, what what has helped me in the past is, uh, you may have heard us in a previous episode when we talked about journaling, is jotting it down. Before I go to bed, if I feel that I'm wound up or I'm stressed, I write it, I write it out and I get out how I'm feeling because I don't want to take that feeling to bed. So I want to get it out, get it out of me so that I'm not holding on to it and then I can go to and have a you know have a peaceful night's sleep without that stuff weighing me down. So that's that's one of my tips uh, on looking at your stress and how to manage it and not letting it get on top of you. So I would be looking at doing um, you know, looking at if get getting it out, getting it out of your mind. I've spoke before about when, you know, not that long ago, we I was feeling really stressed and grumpy, and I didn't want to take it to bed. And I sat and I wrote it. I wrote out how I was feeling. No one else gets to see it but me. It's just for me. I wrote out how I was feeling, and um, put it all down on paper. And then I went to bed, and I didn't take it with me to bed. I woke up in the morning. I felt really refreshed. I felt good. But the only reason that I knew this was because I've done it before, <laughs> because I have gone to bed grumpy and I woke up in the morning still focusing on it, still thinking about what I was grumpy about. So I learned from that and I, you know, I just don't want to take it with me. So stress, stress is, is a major factor and we all have stresses and it's obviously how you choose, how you choose to deal with your stress. There are things that you know, you can help to stay on top of your stress and it's looking at those stress ma those stress management tools to stay on top of it so that it doesn't, um, it doesn't get, you know, it doesn't ruin you, you know. And so a thing that I use is exercise, you know, I know it, it all ties in. I know when, my when I'm exercising that, you know, running uh, is really good to clears my head. I do those types of things. I do um, meditations 
So meditation is something I never thought I would do, but it is a real priority now because I know how much it helps me relax and how good it makes me feel. Um, so I use those types of tools to, to really help me manage my stress. So these are the things that I would be looking at first because the other thing is when we are tired and when we have had less sleep, you are more inclined to overeating food. You're more inclined to not exercise. So if you're tired, so if you've had, um, you know, we all know that exercise and food is important if you are looking to weight loss and you obviously have, if you, you know, you're in the same, you've been told that oh, I need to lose a certain amount of weight, uh, you know, rather urgently, you know, because it is now really affect, affecting me in other aspects of, of my health. Uh, if you've, you know, you've been told this, so, you know, when you've had less sleep, you are, you are more inclined to make poor choices with your food. So we're going to make these poorer choices with our food because we're tired. Your motivation level is lower. You can't be bothered, those types of things. So um, the same thing is when we are stressed, you are more inclined to go for a certain food that is, you know, maybe not the best option for you and that is maybe going to be loaded with calories, you know, and then, again, that starts that cycle. So look at, look at your, look at your sleep and your stress. So what would I be doing then? The big thing is if you're like, okay, I'm not quite sure how, to, how to deal with it from there. So the next thing I'd be doing is I really like lists. I'm a list person and I like writing lists out. So I like to look at things as what is in my control and what is out of my control. So I'm feeling stressed but I'm focusing all my energy on something that is completely out of my control and I can't, I can't change it. I can't do anything about it. So, you know, then you've got to think about, is that really helping you? And if it's not helping you, then again, you maybe need to think of letting it go, <laughs> you know, and the art of writing it down and seeing it on paper and getting it out of your head is a really, really great tool to learn. And it, is, it has done me wonders. Once I, you know, you could see things written out and I'm like, oh my God, I'm focusing on this. And, you know, I, I can't change it. I can't do anything about it. So, so that has really helped me tremendously of looking at the things that, and if I'm focusing all my energy, I'm feeling stressed, I'm not getting enough sleep and I'm focusing all my energy on something I can't, that's out of my control, it's never going to get any better. It is never going to change. It's never going to get any better. So, uh, so, so even when, when you can see it on the paper, then you can look at going, okay, these things are out of my control. Um, I need to accept that it's out of my control and I need to focus on, only focus on the things that are in my control, <laughs> you know, and look at only focusing on them. And, uh, I, I, I trust me, it, it makes, it makes the world the world of difference where, where our energy can be focused on something that we can change. And you'll be so surprised of how just little, little changes, little changes that, you know, you probably think they're so insignificant, how they can make the world of difference. These just little small incremental changes and find that anything that is long lasting that anyone can stick to for a long time, you know, anything of those things, it, it's the small changes that will stick around. So, so yeah, so it's looking at those small things. So before you start looking at sleep, stress, 
uh, sorry, before you start looking at your food and, you know, and you think, oh, I've just got to get my food right, you know, I'd be like, okay, what is, when, when you are, you know, feeling less stressed, when you're getting a good amount of sleep, you're going to make better choices with your food. You know, you probably already have a basic uh, knowledge of food, of what, you know, you, you should be should be going back. But we look at those, look at those factors. The last factor that I would recommend to look at first before you go into food and exercise is daily movement. Daily movement is something that is so underestimated and people don't see it as important. They don't see the value in it or they just don't, they don't realize it can make the world of difference. So how much do you move in a day? If you are somebody that has, um, if you're someone that has an office job and that you're sitting down a lot, you know, You'll, you'll be, you know, I get surprised when people come to me and they're like, oh, yeah, I do only 3,000 steps in a day. So look at moving more. I'm like, 3,000? I've done 3,000 before 6 a.m. You know, but look at moving more. How can you move more in your day? How can you add in more movement? So things that you could be looking at doing to add in more movement is, you know, depend, you can, um, uh, you know, like leave, so for me, this is what I do to add in more movement is I had to go to school to pick up the school. And this was, again, valuing stress. The school pickup is stressful because the car park is a nightmare. You know, we are all trying to get into the same area. You want to get in, you want to get out. So I go to school a bit earlier. Then I can get a car park. I, um, I go to school a bit earlier and then I go for a walk. And I can tell you, the amount of mums that I see sitting in their car, scrolling through their phone, you know, you could be getting out and you could be getting, you know, a 20-minute walk in or, you know, you could be getting that in. That's that's what I do. I get about 15 to 20 minutes in of a walk before before school. I have to do school pickup. I also, you know, if I have my, you know, my kids play, have afternoon activities, and I also try to move during that time. I can't leave them there yet. Um, so I can't leave them there yet. So instead of just sitting down, I try to move more and and get that daily movement in that way. You can do things by, I had a lady that she, uh, you know, she looked at changing her lunch. So she changed her lunch to something that she could have on the, have on the go. And during her lunch, so she didn't move much during the day, during her lunch break, she started to move more. So she started to move more during her lunch break and um, she got up. She walked much earlier in the morning. She And she had massive changes, massive changes to her body. Her food stayed pretty much the same and her exercise stayed the same, but she'd added in those extra, you know, those extra steps uh, during her day. And again, her body reaped the benefits. So, so that daily movement is uh, so underestimated, but it makes such a difference. So before we go on to thinking, I need to do a crazy diet, I need to start restricting my food, or I need to start exercising for hours and then, I want you to understand there are other factors that you can look at changing and they will make such a difference to, to your food and your exercise. And it's also understanding, we, we might have this all or nothing mentality where we think we have to do everything and if we don't get everything done, then we can't do it at all. But understanding that um, if you just do things in small increments, so 10 or 15 minutes of any type of movement is going to be better than nothing. So fitting in that little bit of daily movement each, uh, sorry, fitting in little increments of exercise 
is going to be better than doing nothing at all. And our research also shows that if you work out like three times, 20 minutes at a time, um, like if you did three 20-minute walks, you're going to get the same results as if you walked for an hour. So look at fitting in what you can because it will always, always make such a difference. So before we go thinking about I'm going to go on an extreme diet, I'm going to cut out everything, and I want you to ask you one question as well is, what is something that I can stick to forever? If, if it is not something that you can't stick to forever, then don't do it because you will, you might lose weight quickly, but you'll put the weight back on. So, so yeah, so the sleep, looking at managing sleep and stress, it honestly, it makes the world of difference. And when we can learn to manage it all, it, um, yeah, it changes. It really will change. It will change everything. We uh, sleep, stress, and, uh, and look at moving more. So that's my tips for today. If we, um, if you've just been, you know, you're looking to make some lifestyle changes, you know, I want you to look at how these things are going and how you can make changes there. If you think this will help somebody, please make sure that you share this podcast because the more people that we can help into finding that daily, um, that balance and being able to live their life without restriction, the better. So please make sure that you share. And um, if you want any advice or you found that something helps you or you have a question, send me a message. I would love, love, love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to the Elliot's PT podcast. I hope you have been able to find this information of use to you. If you know someone who might be enjoy this podcast, please share it with them and ensure that you subscribe so you can be the first to know when new podcasts are released. If you have the time to leave a five-star review, that would be amazing and it would be greatly appreciated. If you do so, please screenshot and share onto any of our socials and tag us. Then email the screenshot to hello at elliotspt.com and we will send you a free gift to your inbox. Thanks so much. Have an amazing day. Speak soon.